Hello there. Hello there. And welcome to another episode of the Sith Takers Snapshots podcast. Exciting times. World's Week is next week. And two of our boys are heading over there. We've got Ben Hibbert. Hello there. And we've got producer Tim King going to Worlds. Hello there. Are you excited, boys? I am very excited. Um, it's the first time I've ever travelled away on my own. <laughs> oh, really? Is it your first time in the States, Ben? No, no, I've, me and Emma went on our very first holiday. <laughs> right, but your first time travelling without an adult to supervise you? Definitely. I'm scared I might get lost. No, but that's why How I'm... About you... <laughs> yeah, is it your first time? surrogate the... dad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and is it your first time in the States, Tim? Yeah, first time in the States. I mean, I've done uh, a fair bit of travelling myself, mainly around Europe. Um, but yes, yeah, so it'll be my first time going to the States. So yeah, very excited. Excellent, excellent. And the details, how much has it cost you? Ben? My flight was, I think it was 480, I think. Okay, and what are you looking at for accommodation? Tim sorted all that. We went, he went, uh, so basically Tim sorted it, he went, give me some money, and I went, okay. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> and Tim, the team, the team rallied round for you, and and you put on a load of events to to raise some money to get over there. Um, have you managed to to more or less break even? Um, I think yeah, even enough. So what? Um, I mean, my, my flights came just under five hundred pounds, which I thought was pretty decent. Uh, flying directly into Minneapolis, um, the fundraising has basically allowed me to subsidise the accommodation a little bit of of the three of us. So. Uh, myself, Ben, and we've got Al Watson staying with us from IQ. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, the fundraising has, has helped massively um, to to sort of help balance the books as such. Um, I, you know, I, I, I could have gone um, without the fundraising, um, but it certainly makes everything a lot easier just in life in general. Um, so big thanks to everybody who came to the event. Um, lots of prizes were given away, so... Um, yeah, I think... Uh... And even producer Tim is entitled to buy his mum a Christmas present, I say. <laughs> and when are you flying out, Tim? You're flying out pretty soon, aren't you? Yeah, me and Al are flying out tomorrow morning. Uh, so we uh, leave Manchester about 8am. And then we've unfortunately got to spend a few hours in Dublin. I can't think what we might do over there. Um, I'm sure I'm sure we'll <laughs> find something to keep, keep ourselves hydrated. <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, hopefully getting into Minneapolis about 5pm tomorrow, uh, local time. And so that gives you a few days in Minneapolis before Wills gets going. Have you got any particular plans for what you're going to be up to? I think the, Sat- the Saturday's going to be fairly low-key. Um, we're going to go and find the local Walmart and sort of stock up the Airbnb and get a few supplies in. So we- we've got that um, going for us. Um, I mean, I've been lucky enough that I've been able to do um, quite a few of these sort of international wargaming events because uh, i've been doing the 40k etc for quite a few years and i'd always try and go out a few days before so that i could experience the country and see a few sites so that's kind of what we're gonna do i mean no massive plans apart from probably eat some american food and drink some american beer hopefully yeah i think you'll hard to you'll find it difficult to do much else while you're over there and uh, the game on Sunday actually should be really good. It's uh, I think the Vikings have got the Philadelphia Eagles, and they're yeah. both really strong teams this year. So uh, it'll be a good game, I think. How about yourself, Ben? When are you getting out? So I leave Sunday afternoon to Manchester again. 
Um, then I go to Dublin. I think I've only got about an hour there. And I'm on the flight to Minnesota straight there. I think I get around, I think it was about the same time as Tim landing. I'm going to see where Tim is and meet up with him. Good stuff. And then you're both playing Thursday? I'm 1A. Yeah, okay. that's Thursday. Yeah, that's the Thursday. Yeah. It is a good thing you've got a grown-up going with you. I know, I do need managing. <laughs> <laughs> and will you be heading for some side events on the Wednesday, do you think? I will, yeah, definitely. I want to need to farm some tickets. <laughs> yeah, did you manage to see the Twitch chat where they uh, talked a little bit about the prize wall? Those those new um, cards sound good. I like the dial cover sounds. Yeah, the dial covers look really cool. Um, and it's good as well that you can farm the prize wall to get that special edition uh, Plo Koon ship. Oh, that's good. I didn't know that. Well, the, so the interesting thing they made in the chat was, uh, well, two points really, is that Plo Koon will be on the prize wall in significant but limited numbers. But also, it sounds like we're all going to have um, some sort of electronic wristband, like the RFI wristband, because they were saying about the some way of, uh, or saying wristbands that they can track these things. So it sounds like um, perhaps they'll be policing, like who, um, you know, who's buying what as such. So perhaps you'll be limited to purchasing just one additional Plo Koon as such. So those eBay sellers, perhaps uh, <laughs> like myself, don't quite <laughs> go and get, get go and get a ton of them to sell. That'd be a really good idea if they can do that. That would be very, very cool, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think so. It just makes it makes the prizes a bit more limited, but also gives um, you know players like in the last chance qualifier who don't make worlds, or maybe um, like they said on the Twitch stream, um, you know, perhaps you've gone over and you, you, one of your friends back home really wants a plocoon, but you don't want to sell them yours. That maybe you can uh, play enough side events, get enough tickets, and actually bring one back for them. Okay, so moving on properly to X-Wing, um, Tim, what are you looking at taking as a list? Uh, so we've got the Mighty Morphin uh, A-Wings, um, <laughs> so everyone's favourite. It's, um, it's, it's, it's a fairly standard list, I think, now. Uh, most people should, should sort of see it and expect it at Worlds. It's uh, Tally, Greer, Zari, and two Blue Squadrons. Everybody has advanced optics. Everybody is heroic. And then I have crack shot on Zari, uh, not Zari, so on Tally and Greer. Okay, and you've had a lot of table time with that list. Yeah, I mean, this is one thing I do like to do is I, I, I like to find my list, and once I've sort of settled on a list that works for me, um, and just the repetition and play and practice. I mean, I can't even remember exactly when I swapped from the Tie Swarm. Um, I know me and Colm chatted um, when I bit sort of a month or two out of euros trying to work out what list i wanted to take to euros um and i took them to euros and i was very happy with performance at euros um so it seems silly not to take them to worlds well the big change since uh, euros is the arrival of the nantex have you managed to put the the a-wings up against the nantex base lists yeah so um i managed to get a couple of games against will pinto at the club uh, a week or two ago and um both went pretty well um, a little bit of luck, but I thought about the matchup quite a bit before I actually played it. You know, a bit about turn zero and where I'm placing uh, the obstacles and a bit about how and where I wanted to engage the Nantex. And 
I think I still need to, you could always do it with more practice, but those two matchups went fairly well for me. And I think the Nantex is good, but I think they will struggle against, um, you know, Swarm Lists because, um, you know, there's just too many ships for them to try and tie down. And any other tips for people who see a Nantex on the board on the opposite side of the table? I mean, I think, you know, I mean, I, I did watch a couple of the Top Cut games that just played last uh, week, and I won't name and shame, um, but a Jedi player was playing against Adam Shipley and decided to fly Obi-Wan and Anakin straight through the rocks in the middle of the board. And surely as the Nantex player, that's what you want to see, because you're just going to flip them onto the rocks and, and make their day you know, <laughs> very bad. So, I mean, well, this is this is it. You've got you got an hour and fifteen to play the game, and I think you've just got to judge your engagement uh, and work out where you want to fight, not where they want to fight. Well, it's, it's the game is definitely moved to a position where you're only getting the one engagement, and you've got to get that right. Um, so many games are going to time now that you don't have time to fix it if you get that initial uh, initial stab wrong. Yeah, definitely. I mean, this is it. It's um, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it's necessarily one engagement, but I think there's that. You know, a lot of the games are decided by that that one or two crucial turns, and you know that could be your your first engagement, or it could be you know a few turns after the first engagement and how you've repositioned and and come back in. Um, but no, I think the Nantex are going to mix it up. I mean, one thing we did notice at Just Play was there was a lot more large base ships than there were nantex actually at the event so perhaps you know people teching to fight nantex uh more so than people taking the nantex so yeah it could be a very interesting matter but a large base wouldn't particularly frighten your a-wings um i mean i don't know i mean it's it's a tough one like um reinforce uh can be quite problematic because the a-wings are very good at getting two damage and then if you're reinforcing you know it's still damage is going through but you know you are you are reducing a lot of that. Um, but no, I mean generally, large base ships probably mean two ship list, and two ships list don't like swarms. You know, it's just simple maths. Good stuff, good stuff. And um, Ben, what are you going to be sticking into your suitcase? I've got the uh, two Jedi's and the torrent still. So it's um, Obi Wan, uh, Delta Seven, spare parts, R two, cents. Anakin loaded out the same without sense and just a torrent. Okay, and you weren't tempted by Plo Koon, so you could come back with a with a nice themed ship. I mean, I was, but then Jason had already painted up all my ships, so you got Enigma Wargaming to look after all of those. Yeah, oh yeah, he does everything for me. Yeah, um, and how much practice have you had with with double Jedi and a single torrent? So I've been messing about with the Jedi since they come out. Um, I took two jedi and a torrent to fanboy hyperspace did okay with it and then i've really settled down on this list so i really enjoy playing it basically okay and are you are you planning on um taking the same list through the side events it depends so i'm supposed to be meeting up with some people at some point to just do some pods i think that's more of a casual fun one so i might bring something a bit more silly but yeah okay I don't really want to bring too many ships to me. And yeah, um, Jedi versus the Nantex. How are you feeling about that match? Um, I'm hoping to dodge it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm kind of thinking that 
there's going to be a lot of bad people playing the list who haven't had as much practice with the Nantext as I have with this list, and I'm hoping that's how I win it. Okay. Uh, have, you, have you actually had the match uh, against your list already? Yeah, I've played uh, Will Pintar as well quite a few times with it now, so just trying things out. A lot of times, we, I've only played one proper game against Nantex as so. Okay. And is there anything else in the meta that's making your Jedi nervous? I haven't been up against Imperial Aces yet. I think that might be hard. The uh, the droid swarms can be hard. Because if I get it wrong, they just blast me. <laughs> um, do you think there's going to be a lot of big base ships around? Um, I'm, I'm not sure. Like, I don't really know how many good big bases there are at the moment. Like, there's Han and the infiltrators are okay, but the, the smaller base stuff just seems better to me. And what's the atmosphere like within Team UK? It's uh, positive. It's been, everyone seems to be, you know, with people have been talking about lists, sharing lists, telling each other what they're flying, bids and things like that. There's not, doesn't seem to be any secrets between anyone. And how many Brits roughly have we got going out? I'm unsure. Um, do you know Tim? Uh, not off the top of my head. I mean, I would say at least 15, 20, I'd imagine. I mean, I, I, I honestly don't know. And even then, we might have people that have, you know, for what, what for whatever reason, are perhaps not part of the main group as such. Um, but no, it's, it's a decent number. Um, there's a few that will be going across to take part in the last chance qualifier. Um, but there's also a good chunk that have also, you know, qualified for the main event already. And we were all like trying to share who's going to what days. So we're not all going into say day one, a, um, to try and obviously not, not <laughs> knock each other out. Yeah. Well, that was a real problem yeah. at the, uh, 2018 worlds where there were a lot of Europeans facing a lot of other Europeans. So hopefully getting together and, and having a chat as a, as a team, uh, will mean that that's, uh, that's not going to, to happen so much. I checked the chat. There's about 40-odd just in that chat. So <laughs> Blimey. Quite, quite a lot of us are going. That'd be, that is fantastic. It's so good to see such a, a brilliant British showing going out there. Um, have you got any predictions, Ben, for how the tournament's going to go? I'm hoping it goes good for me. <laughs> Other than that. <laughs> Other than that. You, I, don't, I just think it's so hard to predict because we're going to have so many metas just clashing together. It's going to be quite interesting, really. And Tim, have you got any any predictions for the outcome of Worlds this year? No, not at all. I mean, this is I think this is where we are with the meta, and that's a very healthy place to be. Is that there is no list that you're going to say will win Worlds um, because every list seems to have that counter, and you know it will rely on good flying. You know, we've got long days ahead of us. Uh, the qualifying days are seven games and we have to go five and two to make the finals on the Saturday. Um, so that's a lot of X-Wing to play. Um, so actually, yeah, maybe it will come out, um, you know, it will come down more to sort of player sort of stamina as such, you know, those that can uh, keep the concentration going for five, six, seven games. Um, I mean, I think you'll see those typical lists and you'll see those names the regular names appearing at the top um but i wouldn't be surprised at all if if something comes from left field and you know a name that no one really knows um doing well because i think it is that open 
Ben, we've heard from Tim that he's looking forward to lots of food and drink in America. What's your <laughs> prediction for things that are happening outside of the tournament arena? Well, I know that the Airbnb we're staying at, the guy who owns it says there is a beer, a blueberry beer with they actually put blueberries in it. And that's what I'm really excited to try. <laughs> great stuff. Great stuff. OK, we'll leave it there. Um, all that remains is to thank everyone for listening and to welcome someone new to the producer's chair. Well done, producer Colm. No, that's good. He can't comment. He's properly <laughs> muted. Oh, and just before I say goodbye, keep an eye out on the Sith Takers Facebook page this week because uh, I understand Tim is going to be keeping a video diary to keep us all up to speed on what's going on. That should be quite a lot of fun. Uh, so with that, it's goodbye from me, Bob D, and goodbye from Ben. Goodbye. And goodbye from producer Tim, allowed out the box again. <laughs> yeah, goodbye. <laughs>